Hi there, I'm Jolyn McCarthy and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our clients. Answering today's questions, we have with us Bill D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management, and Mike Bizzani, Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Jolyn. Jolyn. Okay, Mike, the first question is from Brian in New York. He's asking, what should he do with his cash? We get that question like every week. <laughs> um, so one, it really depends on your risk tolerance. You really don't want to go outside your risk tolerance, especially in a time period right before an elevated volatility event like the election. However, after the last couple of weeks, we've seen a pretty decent drawdown in a number of assets. So you have to take everything in consideration to pay based off of your risk. Interest rates are really low. It's hard to generate adequate rates of return in bonds and fixed income right now, especially when you look out 12 to 18 months. And the probability is that the United States and global economy could potentially be in a better place than they are right now, which would likely mean higher interest rates. So you don't want to be too focused on being extremely conservative. You had a pretty decent drawdown in risk assets and stocks over the course of the last week and a half, two weeks, where valuations have come down slightly, somewhat, and it's probably a much better buying opportunity right now than it was at any period of time throughout the course of the summer. So you're looking at that in conjunction with this potential acceleration going into next year. Some dividend-paying stocks, as Phil has mentioned and I have mentioned in the past, seem to be more adequately valued than they have at any point in time in the past. And even growth stocks got beat up pretty big last week. So it's not against my my opinion to allocate into some more aggressive risk positions right here. Uh, you do have a election right in front of you, so you don't want to commit all your capital. I'm a big fan of dollar cost averaging. Don't commit everything that you have. If you need to, buy a little bit sequentially lower. Um, we look back and, you know, these volatility events that are driven by political circumstances generally are buys long term. So that's one thing that you really have to maintain. But keep your risk grounded. Make sure you're not going outside your risk tolerance. But I think it's appropriate to start investing and looking at uh, moving some cash into the markets relatively soon. Yeah, I mean, you look at a, a, the one day movement on, on the averages lately and uh, God, one day, one day's up movement captures the total return that cash is, is paying for a year right now, right? Especially with some of these great dividend stocks, you know, all down 10% on the year, large value plus even the, you look at the financials again, same, same type of story, right? So yeah, I'd concur. There's very attractive spots for cash right now. If you have that long-term uh, outlook and uh, and are cognizant of your risk that you can afford to take. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question, Bill. This is from Jason in New York. With the election being today, what are your thoughts? Well, first thought is thank you know I'm I'm, I'm glad it's coming to an end, uh, <laughs> or, or is this the beginning of the end in terms of you know uh, a contested type of an election? Look, uh, I think this is going to be really uh, tight. Um, just because of the population and, and, and the makeup of the country. Um, you know, I'm, 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 I don't like to make uh, political uh, bets, um, but, uh, you know, I, I think that this is going to really come down to the wire. I would not be uh, surprised to see really a, 
a six-week kind of contested type of situation uh, like Bush versus Gore. Um, I also think that uh, the setup and how the House, Senate, and executive presidency is divided um, will really set the stage uh, for what's next for the market. So the crucial makeup uh, is a you know will be a determinant of you know at least short-term uh, returns. I would expect some volatility if we do go into a six-week period uh, where where we don't have a clear winner. Uh, if there is a clear winner. I think the markets actually might uh, be very happy um, that, that we have a clear winner. I think a, a six week or more type of outcome where we you know, have contested and have lawsuits, et cetera, um, would obviously bad, be bad for the country. But we've been there before uh, and we made it through. And, uh, you know, maybe during that period, the market sold off. I want to say like a three percent type of number. It was uh, a it, it was a I looked I was going to pop in. No, well, it was five after election day, but November of 2000 saw a total 8% drawdown. So, yeah, okay. Uh, so it was three and then five. Yep. That, yeah, that makes we've sense. We've been talking a lot about how everybody thinks the market's going to crash because of the election and how we get all these questions. I don't consider a 5% drawdown a crash. Uh, March was much worse than that. I consider that a crash. 5% is really like a correction. It was factored in last week, right? I mean, we've come, you know, we've come down about uh, 7% so far, right? So in the past couple of weeks. So, you know, that would be a that would be a, a, a correction, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that a lot of the movements in the markets over the course of the last few days may have been people just taking profits in anticipation of a changing tax regime in 2021. Uh, potentially the capital gains tax when you actually look at some of the stocks that sold off and some of the action beneath the surface. So it wouldn't surprise me if people are trying to position for the election already. But last election, people, everybody got caught off sides. Uh, the market was clearly pricing in uh, a Hillary victory and Trump pulled it off. And I mean, ironically, I remember walking into the office the morning after the election and the futures are limit down. And I looked at you, I said, his policies aren't exactly bearish for the economy. Um, and the markets recovered and they ended up closing positive on the day. So just because we see one reaction in one direction or another doesn't mean it's going to be the long term uh, trajectory of the markets after the election. Yeah, and I, I think that, you know, again, no matter who wins, I think there's really some substantial headwinds in front of us uh, with this uh, pandemic globally. Um, you know, it seems like uh, the globe is not in a good spot right now. And, you um, it's going to take some time uh, for this to get better. So I think if we have a, you know, a contested election, that will concern the markets. Clear-cut victory should not concern the markets. Um, and they'll be back to the you know, day-to-day mechanics of, uh, of earnings, inflation, and interest rates. And um, that's what drives stocks in the long term. Again, Democrats, Republicans, very close returns over the past 150 years. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you for answering this week's two questions. If you have a question you'd like to submit, email us at info at focuswealthmgmt.net. Stay safe, and we look forward to seeing you next week.